And welcome to 10 Ton Potato, the podcast where we talk about actual productivity on the Office 365 stack. I'm Brad and I'm joined by my co-host Craig and we are the co-founders of GT Consults. In the show, we dive into Microsoft Office 365 stack, how it actually works and whether certain features are gimmicks or major productivity boosts. We cover the topics such as SharePoint, Workflow, Power Apps and Teams and share our insights and tips on how to use them effectively. Whether you're a beginner, an expert, a developer, or a user, potato lover or potato hater, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is 10 Ton Potato. We're talking SharePoint Embedded. How's it, Craig? Hey, how are you doing, Brad? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Nice background, by the way. Thanks. It's my wife's desk. What can What can you do? If you can't control uh, office, you can't control home, man. Eh? Governance extends from my, uh, from SharePoint to the home. <laughs> Thanks. It's, uh, we had such a we had such a big thunderstorm here last night. I think it was the biggest thunderstorm I've ever lived through. And then an hour later, we had another one. It was oh, insane. Wow. So today is a bit miserable and cloudy. I see it's sun shining there in Cape Town. Beautiful here, as per usual in summer. No rain. Lovely weather. Everyone wants to move here. Nice flex. I live in Cape Town. Thanks. <laughs> So, uh, what is SharePoint Embedded that was announced at ESPC this year? First time in, what, five years we haven't been? Um, what is it? What is it all about? Sure. So, we're all trying to figure that out. Um, it, it's quite an interesting uh, new endeavor from Microsoft. It's uh, this platform where you can store your documents, which is kind of SharePoint, right? But um, the idea behind it is that there's a separate tenant that essentially gets set up on top of your existing tenant where it keeps the, the, all of the documentation um, separate from that. It doesn't use your allocation of your Microsoft 365 uh, document storage. But the interesting thing about it is there's no front end to it. So it's, it's essentially what we, we like to term as headless. Um, so headless SharePoint. And how do you get access to those documents? How do you put them in there? Well, you use the Graph API. So it's basically a development area for storing documentation when you're building an app. So that app could be facing clients. It could be an internal app, whatever it might be. But that application will then utilize your SharePoint or SharePoint embedded in this case to store the documentation and supposedly get all of the benefits from SharePoint in terms of the version control, the permission structures, your compliance and, and all of the rest. Uh, but that that is essentially it. it it's very dev heavy, this, uh, this subject. Yeah, so it's, it's a headless SharePoint that only does documents for now, no lists or any other kind of great features that you get on top of SharePoint, but it can leverage the SharePoint Premium um, features that we went, went through in our previous episode. Uh, so interesting view that we already use SharePoint in this manner from a Teams perspective, but the SharePoint add-ons in Teams seems to already be there. It's pretty great. Why would you build or dev something in Teams where it already has access to the SharePoint kind of back end? Because this yeah, is just it, using the Graph API. 
Yeah, it, it's an interesting um, concept because um, within Teams, we, we are seeing this concept already. If you go into your team, it's got the, the files area where you can go and have a look at your files. That's all linked to a backend SharePoint site. I mean, if you go into that files area, click on the right-hand side and go open up in, uh, in SharePoint, it opens in your SharePoint site. You can see all of your documents, you can manage them, etc. I think the the focus here is slightly different because although you can invite your um, your clients onto a team and you can share the files and and all of the rest, this is specifically for business apps that you're building out that uh, might have a specific requirement. You deploy them down to a client. That client it will then utilize their SharePoint instance of SharePoint embedded to store their files. Um, so it's not like inviting a client to an application on your Teams where your files are stored on your SharePoint site. It's more for them. So where they've got a, a specific app that they need specific storage for, it, it's like that. So um, yeah, it, it, it is an interesting concept. Uh, I'm still grappling to get my head around what type of apps. So they've, they've got a number of different examples within, um, within the documentation. Things like XRM, um, they talk about client-facing apps. What's but XRM? Extended relationship management. So sharing of, of uh, files around partners and, and things like that, uh, you know, that, that's typically an XRM system. So, yeah, okay. uh, try, trying to understand that. Extended uh, relationship. Of, like CRM on steroids. Yeah, okay. exactly. So to me, it sounds like OneDrive embedded because it only does document libraries, right? But Microsoft, with their naming conventions might want to just keep everything under the SharePoint umbrella. Yeah, so it, it is very similar to OneDrive, um, except for the fact that OneDrive has a, a web user interface as well. Um, so really where this comes in uh, has to be around um, the security permissions and not storing your documents on your, your SharePoint instance, obviously for a, for a space uh, um, savings there uh, because everything that you pay for on your Microsoft 365 instance um, is can get quite expensive. So now it's a separate allocation specifically for app development. And I suppose then it would be something around the governance and security measurements. So you say, you know, this is our tenant, this is your tenant that is running, that has your files on it, maybe. Yeah, most certainly. So um, from a client perspective, um, you will build this app, you will set it up with a trial SharePoint embedded. And quite interestingly, all um, developers get at least one instance of SharePoint embedded trial, where they can build their application on top of it. Um, and then when you deploy it to your, your customer, that application will need to be set up on their SharePoint embedded uh, location. So yeah, in terms of compliance, making sure that all of their documents are uh, sitting within their uh, SharePoint infrastructure and can be managed through through purview, looking at things like download, uh, uploads, the ability to print, um, and who's basically using any of the documentation. Um, so the if I look at it, it's kind of like an Azure blob storage with all of the SharePoint 
functionality around documents. So it can do archiving, it can do history, it can do versioning. Um, it can even use the Office uh, web apps to open the files, so Word and Excel and all of that good stuff. Yeah, so um, in interesting points that you're bringing up there. I, I think, you know, what is the difference between SharePoint Embedded and a Azure Blob Store? Well, it's really just that purview component component of uh, compliance and version control. Um, I mean, there's a recycle bin. Interesting number on the recycle bin days, though. It's 93 days. I don't know how they got to 93, but very interesting. Um, and then the ability in your app around opening up the, the files is also something that you have to look at. So that that's one of the gotchas in terms of the documentation. Because obviously you've got these rich experiences either in web or in desktop using these uh, these office documents. Now you have to design your app and change up the URL uh, the URLs accordingly for opening up documents depending on what type of experiences you want there. So just from a developer's perspective, uh, well worth going and having a look at that documentation around the differences, how you open them, what experiences you want from your um, your clients, but um, yeah, yeah. So uh, just like heavy dev kind of component. If you want to use SharePoint embedded, you need a dev, no matter what. You're not going to be able to <clears throat> roll this out by yourself. Oh, without a doubt, because you have to um, firstly go and generate an app. You need to go and generate your app IDs within Intra ID. So that gives the ability for you to save your documents into SharePoint. And with that app ID, that then embeds within the um, application that you're building and um, results in the security management of all of your documents. So to put this in, a, in an easy way, you, you create an app ID in, in Entra ID. Um, you then associate that to your application that you're building, which is very dev heavy, obviously. And within your application, you make REST API calls to the Graph API. Now you're passing it your app ID and you're also passing it what's called the container type. So every single application has a single container type, which manages all of the security around what is stored in, in um, SharePoint embedded. Now you can have multiple containers with up to, I think it's around 100,000 containers per um, application. And then the content types can be linked to those containers. So you can have multiple containers just depending on the types of documents that you're storing, but all of the security gets managed around that. So basically what I'm saying is, yes, you need a lot of dev experience to understand and utilize these tools. This isn't a, a front-end user tool. So what about the uh, the SharePoint, oh, let's call it a public page, so anything on the internet uh, where you have to upload files, you could essentially build SharePoint embedded into the back end of that to then drop files into uh, anything, really. Uh, then could you interact with those files later? So then could you have a workflow that goes and fetches them and does stuff with them? Well, that, that's the idea, right? I, th I think if it's sitting in SharePoint, then we should have the ability to start interacting with those applications. But I haven't actually seen that in terms of the documentation as of yet um, around 
using Power Automate to start interacting with the documents. But the sheer fact that they're sitting in SharePoint makes me think that that will be um, possible. It'll be interesting to see how that's set up because obviously with no web front end, um, dealing with the right uh, URLs, etc., to to gain all of the documents, using the right calls to your uh, graph API to get any of the information. Uh, it's going to be quite interesting how that uh, that all fits together. But I think that in the long run is the is the idea of of how you would uh, need to set this up. But when it comes to the setup, um, it's important to remember that this will have to happen on the client side, right? Because the idea is that you deploy a application and the client will then need to set up their SharePoint embedded because the application won't be using the developer's version of SharePoint embedded. It will be using the client's version. Now, there are no front-end tools for this. So your back-end administrator at your client side will be, need to be running PowerShell scripts to, to set them all up and um, understanding the, uh, the the scale, etc. So as a developer who's now developing an app, these are things that need to fit into the deployment of that as well, uh, understanding that your client has the abilities to, to deploy these things into their environment. And so, yeah, um, it, there's, some, there's some interesting areas here that I think uh, need to be fleshed out. Well... Well, it's not available yet on our tenant. Thanks, Microsoft. Uh, modern work, uh, what was it? Modern Workplace Enterprise Partners, uh, early tenant release. Still don't have an ability to check it out. Uh, as soon as we do, we'll let you know how that, that, that goes. Um, but for me, isn't this like a market share grab? Are people using other platforms and Microsoft are like, let's just keep everything under one umbrella. So, I mean, S3 buckets and uh, Dropbox and Box and all of those type of, don't they already offer similar uh, functionality? And Microsoft are like, wait, we're just behind. We need to catch up here. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, all of these uh, technologies do provide uh, this type of functionality. So if you're building an app, having document storage in a, in a cloud facility, I think the idea here is that, um, as, as you mentioned, keep everything under one bucket. So in terms of managing permissions, understanding your structures, um, you don't need to cater for that in a third-party solution. You cannot do that all within SharePoint. So from a total cost of ownership perspective, I think it makes sense to me um, because you, you're trusting SharePoint to store all of your, your documentation for the organization. Why would you not do that for an application as well? So... Um, for me, it makes a, a lot of sense from a governance perspective, uh, perspective compliance perspective. Um, but at the moment, uh, it, yeah, it's just the, the setup for me is a little bit hairy that, uh, to understand how this is all actually going to fit together. As you say, once yeah. we've got this in our tenant, hopefully we'll, we'll have a better answer for all of that. I think it's when to apply it and when not to, because you've already got a number of ways to share files externally quite easily, quite securely um, from the SharePoint platform. You can also build in uh, an app on the team side to do the same thing. You've got great mailing ability, so people just get a link. They can access SharePoint straight away without any dev whatsoever. So I think the, um, the crux will come down to what is the actual use case 
in this situation where we have to dev something from scratch? Yeah, and, and um, it, I mean, all of those scenarios that you provide, yes, they're very easy, simple click. You can manage them from your file explorer. Um, but at the same time, it's not embedded within an application and you want that application to have a very easy flow. So in terms of the application itself, there you want to present data within the application and be able to interact with it within that application. But what is that application? That, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm going through the used cases and I'm not quite getting there. Uh, but I'm sure once we, we play with it, we'll, we'll come up with a fabulous, innovative idea of how we can use this. Yeah, I mean, there's, there must be otherwise, why have they built this? Um, and so there's the uh, SharePoint Web UI kit. Would this be any kind of, because you, this is headless, so the Web UI kit around this wouldn't work because it doesn't take full functionality from SharePoint. So you'd actually build something from absolute scratch to get to interact with this. Or it would just be uh, a middleman kind of API type of vibe. So you would already have an application and then just link it up. Yeah, so um, the SharePoint UI kit is so focused around uh, SharePoint framework. So you're already building that in SharePoint. You don't need the SharePoint embedded components. Whereas um, let's take an example where um, we might build an app for a client. In fact, we, we do this already. Uh, let's take an Electron app, which you can run on, on any kind of device. Um, but now it needs the, that document storage. Right now, we push all of the data into, into Azure and we manage it that way in the Electron app, whereas now we could link it directly into, into SharePoint. So it just becomes a different location for that app to upload data. And it, there's no requirement really on um, any SharePoint framework extension uh, capabilities or, or project abilities. You could build this with any kind of front-end technology technology okay well very good i think i'm going to leave it there otherwise we're just going to go around and around um i'd love to chat to you next about the sharepoint ui framework i think that is an episode in itself um so yeah um one last week point about though, that. that i think is important to to mention and it's something near and dear to my heart because when we moved to microsoft 365 we had this great thing called public sites remember those you could move yeah, your website onto Microsoft 365. We told all our clients, great idea. What did they do? They moved all their sites and then Microsoft got rid of it. So if this is yeah. one of those plays again, it makes me extremely nervous in terms of opening a public area um, for an application and then that functionality disappears at some point. So just a just a catch that I'm thinking about in terms of being my risk-averse brain going, going off. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... It's a good one, right? Because the it's 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 fairly similar to the the those landing pages or the the public facing pages. It uses all the SharePoint functionality. Um, it's available to be used by the public. You're only getting charged for the storage. Um, why Microsoft pulled the rug on that? I don't know. Maybe it was a security concern. You know, they've got everything locked up behind credentials now. But uh, before, if you had a an open API on the web you're just going to get hit all day every day so i don't know uh, but yeah the decent concern around will they roll this out and be like okay now it's only a premium feature that you pay 
huge amounts for because now you're just paying for storage. I don't even think you're paying for transaction, right? Yeah, it's pay as you go. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Good to keep in mind. This is still preview. So essentially, it doesn't exist uh, until you actually see it. So uh, an interesting development. Um, yeah, um, I'm still undecided. I think the functionality is already there. And I'm not quite sure where we would use it right away. But, you know, different scenarios, different horses for different courses. Let's see and uh, find out. Once uh, once we get it on our tenant, maybe we can we can identify more. Great. Looking forward to it. Craig, I will chat to you next week and we'll do the SharePoint web UI kit. Excellent. See you then. Thank you. Enjoy Cape Town and it's lovely Thanks weather. Thanks all. You Bye. Enjoy your brainstorms. Cheers. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.